Getting Better Healthcare is brought to you in part by Leo Pharma. Every American is acutely aware of the issues surrounding our healthcare system. We know miracles can happen, but we find ourselves bombarded by conflicting information and are uncertain of what and whom we can trust. We have some of the best medical care in the world for those who can afford it. Incredible new drugs that change people's lives but can be very costly. Many of the best doctors the world has ever seen, but not all are perfect. That's why Dr. Steve Feldman created the show, Getting Better Healthcare, to help walk us through the labyrinth, helping us understand how to take better care of ourselves and to better understand the challenges, issues, controversies, and complexities of our healthcare system as it exists and as it could be. For better healthcare and a better healthcare system, listen to the doctor. Now, here's Steve. Welcome to Getting Better Healthcare on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Steve Feldman, founder of the drscore.com physician rating website. The cost of healthcare is breaking the bank. It's breaking the military budget. It's breaking state budgets across the country. It's breaking the federal budget, and there's no end in sight. There have been tremendous efforts at healthcare reform, and so far, they've not brought down the cost of healthcare. But there's one physician who's helping people bring down the cost of health care one patient at a time, Dr. Cynthia Kelker. Dr. Kelker is the author of the book, 101 Ways to Save Money on Healthcare. She's been a past guest on this program, and it's a pleasure to have her back. Dr. Kelker, thank you again and again for joining me on the program. I love speaking to you because you have practical advice for people about how to save money on healthcare, and, and, and the cost of healthcare is is going up tremendously now. Um, some of us thought that maybe the recent healthcare legislation was going to 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 change things. Uh, w- was that your understanding? Well, I had expected it would change things more than they were. At least that things would go in the in the right direction. Um, I was mentioning that. This book, 101 Ways to Save Money on Healthcare, I started it, put it out a few years ago, thinking that by now things would be different, partly due to what you're talking about, the new legislation. But things have not gotten any better. In fact, maybe sort of got worse, except for uh, my kids can stay on our insurance longer. But I'm not sure that's all good either, because somebody has to pay for that. It's not free. Um, and kind of makes adolescents go clear to age 26. I'm not sure that's excellent, but... Well, one, one of our recent guests, Peter Ferrara, economic policy analyst for Newt Gingrich, uh, was saying that one of the solutions, maybe the solution to the health care cost problem, is one that would put b- both the responsibility for the spending and the decision-making in the hands of patients, where people would move more towards health savings account systems. And were they to do that, people would need information. They would need to be empowered to make good, cost-effective choices for themselves, in which case it seems like your book, 101 Ways to Save Money on Healthcare, you know, might be the equivalent of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe just the New Testament. <laughs> maybe just one little book. But... Um, uh, one thing that we're kind of referring to obliquely is that people don't even know what anything costs. There's just not too much transparency uh, 
in health care costs. Even doctors don't know how much things cost exactly. I don't know what things cost in my own office. (laughs) And, you know, with people having, I don't know how many different insurance policies, how much I would get paid, uh, you know, I don't even know that either. Right. Well, you know, it's another case of writing a book that that educates yourself that I I have learned a lot more about it since writing this book. And... um, you know, say an MRI at the hospital that maybe the sticker price, if you call up the hospital, is like $4,000. But uh, say if Medicare orders one, of course, they're not paying $4,000 for it. Um, and self-pay patients who get the worst deal of it all, uh, they may not know to ask for a discount. I, I do spend a lot of time in the book telling you should ask uh, your doctor for a discount and the hospital for a discount and the pharmacy for a discount and physical therapist for a discount because there's more discounts that you might know about. Or, like, I, I have just my own office here. It's just me. And I often have people tell me sad stories that, you know, they're out of work or whatever, and I usually just give them a discount without them even asking for it. And sometimes they don't even know that I discounted anything, but you can't spend an hour with a doctor for $50. Uh, um but discounts is one thing, and uh, the insurance situation, I, I kind of thought, you know, the goal was going to be that more people would have insurance, although the goal partly was that they'd have insurance and somehow it wouldn't cost any more. Well, that's crazy, uh, but I thought more people would have insurance, and in fact, what I have seen is people have lost insurance. I don't know if you've seen that. Um, when people lose their jobs, they're losing insurance. And, right. And that was really bad for a couple of years. It seems like it's not as, I mean, it's still a problem. It's, it's um, but it's it less of an issue maybe for me in our area. You're in Ohio, so it's probably the worst of the worst. Um, but that said, even, even if we insure everybody, I think that just makes the costs go up. It doesn't really eliminate the cost. It just means that, Doctors, hospitals can charge what they want, and the people, insured people, will pay, and well, the insurance company will pay, and so that it, it doesn't seem like insuring inherently lowers the cost. No, I have to agree with that a hundred percent. It it at least raises the price, and it raises the cost because of the middleman, and it it really separates the doctor from the patient more. I would say, at least in some ways, and um, it has its ups and downs. You know, right. I, I love I, being I in a room with a patient. My own way, we'd start all the way over from the beginning. Yeah. And if we we're going to have insurance at all, we'd only have catastrophic insurance, more like car insurance. Well, that's what Mr. Ferrara was suggesting. Oh, really? Yes. Does he think we can get there? Uh, perhaps. Yeah. The. Um, you know, the the thing I like about insurance, the thing I love about medicine is when I'm sitting there with a patient and I can offer them the best medical treatment that the 21st century has available without having to think about what it costs the patient. I mean, there there's there is a freedom in that that I really love. Um, unfortunately, it's an extraordinarily, extraordinarily costly freedom. Uh, extraordinarily high cost to our society and, and not one that may be something that can, you know, bear up over the long run. 
Yes, and and the society is going to have to make some tough decisions. Just this morning, just an hour ago, uh, had a dialysis patient here, and she made the comment, well, I figure it costs a half a million dollars a year to keep me alive. Those were her words. And uh, that might be a bit high, but she's got a few other problems. But half a million dollars a year, and she, by the way, has been on dialysis for 20 years. Um, so she's really done very well with it. But, uh, and she's kind of younger, but I have some patients in their 80s on dialysis. I don't know if we can afford it. Who knows? You know, yeah. when I was a younger doctor, they they didn't have the equipment to have everybody on dialysis, and I'm sure it didn't cost as much, but there were there was rationing then. I expect there could be rationing. And another patient of mine... Um, she was she's had a low blood count a low white blood count and i forget which medicine she was on but she told me it cost her it didn't cost her but it cost seven thousand dollars a month and she knew she was on it for a year and then she was off it and i i couldn't really tell any difference clinically and so i asked her afterwards well could you tell any difference taking that medicine and she said well i believe i felt a little better I don't know, for $70,000 or $100,000, you'd hope to say more than, well, yeah, I maybe felt a little better. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, let's not wait for the insurers or the regulators of the government to try to solve our health care problems. Let's, let's give, the, uh, give our listeners some, some ways today, some practical ways they can lower health care costs. Um, now, um, on a previous show, we mentioned your book, Armageddon Medicine, so people you know, presumably could lower their costs by doing some of these things themselves, uh, acting as their own doctor. Um, but what are, what are, what are some um, specific tips you would offer them? One, I would educate yourself w about what there is over-the-counter because it's really just amazing what all you can get over-the-counter. and But getting it and knowing what to use it for is another thing. So that is covered extensively in the book. And that could save you many trips to the doctor which would be a savings there. Mm -hmm. and, and then uh, a lot of people take advantage of calling their doctor ahead and not saying, I need an appointment, but asking, do I need an appointment? For example, if your child has a cold and their ears hurting, well, that just might not require a trip to the doctor because a lot of times the doctors aren't going to give an antibiotic for an ear infection anyway waiting a few days. But you really need to know a little bit more than that. So educating yourself in that regard is very important. In fact, the book's largely about education. I imagine one of the biggest potential cost savings, one that people talk about, is staying out of the hospital. Any suggestions uh, people <laughs> think they should do not to have to end up in a hospital? Uh, well, a lot of times I'm telling people not to see a doctor, but sometimes it's the opposite, to go see your own doctor before it's too late. For example, maybe uh, an older person or any person with a urine infection. Well, if you just put it off too long, instead of a bladder infection, you're going to have a kidney infection, and then you could end up in the hospital. And so you don't want to do that. Sometimes it's just foolish to put off seeing the doctor. Or another example... Uh, I, another patient I have who won't take uh, care of their blood sugar that well, sometimes his blood sugar will be 700, and they'll call me and I say, yes, go to the hospital. I'm not going to treat a blood sugar of 700 as an outpatient. But if you 
would take care of it ahead of time, you could stay out of the hospital. So take those diabetes medicines regularly, huh? Right, and and educate yourself. Uh, a lot of times when you see your doctor, here's another idea, ask your doctor or really the, the secretary ahead of time, could I have some extra time with the doctor? Now, you don't want to do that the day that you just show up because it will throw the whole schedule off. But if you call ahead of time, you could have more time with the doctor, which generally means they'll charge somewhat more or charge your insurance somewhat more. But then you can get more explanation of things because a lot of times there's just not time in an office visit to discuss everything. And if you come in, like I frequently see patients with diabetes and high blood pressure and high cholesterol, and uh, what high thing did I leave out? Well, anyway, they, they have multiple ongoing problems. But then they show up and they say, and by the way, I have a cold or I have bronchitis or something, too. My joints hurt. You just can't fit it all in. Mm -hmm. So you need more time. But you need to ask the doctor ahead of time, and then you'll get the time. If if you just show up and there's a waiting room full, then you're probably not going to get the time. All right. Where Where will my listeners find your book with 101 Ways to Reduce Their Healthcare Costs? 101 Ways to Save Money on Healthcare is on Amazon. Excellent. All right. I will provide the link on my show's website. Dr. Kelker, thank you again for being on the program. Um, Thank you. Now is no time to throw up our hands about the high cost of healthcare. There's things we can do today to bring down the cost of our own healthcare. I think Dr. Kelker's book is a fabulous starting place for this. To whatever extent individuals demand to make informed choices for themselves, ones that take into account the cost of their health care, I think we'll see major changes in the cost of health care in our health care system. Well, that's our program for today. I hope you've enjoyed it and will join us again next time. Getting Better Health Care has been brought to you in part by Leo Pharma. Our theme music is by the incomparable Michael Zioli. Until next time, I wish you the very best of health. Thanks for listening to the show today. Remember to go to DrScore.com to get and give feedback about your doctor and to read others' recommendations about doctors in your area. It's a way to choose your path to healthcare empowerment. That's D-R-S-C-O-R-E.com, DrScore.com. And we'll see you next week right here on Getting Better Healthcare.